Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. In America. Sutel Nuwana is also people. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you want to call, do it. Pick up your phone, 329-1899, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. If you missed anything in the first hour, hanging out with James Seabrook. It's good stuff. It's available on the podcast. The podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes. It's also available on Spotify and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Check out the Two Tell and Nuanas podcast. Quick plug. SkylineSportsMT.com. You go there. They got Coulter has written up all of the things that you need to know about all these games. Montana, Montana State. What you need to know. Who to look for. All that kind of stuff. And uh, yours truly finally got a column up there. It took me a while. I had to write this thing out for him yesterday. Well, a couple days, but I'm I'm slow, you know, regime. I'm not I'm not a pro on this stuff. It takes me some time to get it all out there, you know. Masterworks aren't created overnight, my friend. Exact. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. For I got that. you. I got your back, brother. Anyway, the masterwork is up uh, right now. SkylineSportsMT.com. Little preview uh, of a sort of a macrocosmic level, the ten thousand foot view of uh, the Montana and Montana State football seasons as they are coming down the pike at us tomorrow. So uh, I'm gonna read know, it now. I'm little, now you got it. I'm intrigued. A little something for you uh, there at SkylineSportsMT.com. You can go check that out. Uh, great website and fun to uh, appreciate culture. Give me the shot. Sit there and. Uh, Write something for him. It's fun. Uh, Regime, let's go into some big-time college football, the FBS level, the Power Five. Power Five, five baby. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, by the way, kicking off right now. I think you're Wisconsin is getting their season started as we speak, kicking off right now. So I'm pumped up about that. Uh, we'll uh, obviously pay attention to what's going on. Last night, uh, UCLA lost. Now, UCLA was actually an underdog in the game at Cincinnati. True. But that in itself is an indictment. Moreover, Arizona can't beat Hawaii a week ago, and it is a bad news for the Pac-12 already going bad for the Pacific 12 football teams. There is no way Cincinnati should ever beat UCLA. Ever. At anything. No. At anything. 
That's so true. Uh, Utah did beat BYU. Uh, the game went like 12 minutes left in the game. All of a sudden starts lightning and Provo yes. and they got to get out there. Did they finish the game or did they just call it or what I happened? Did, I didn't even pay attention because I've been in those lightning storms in Utah before and they, they don't just come and go like a rainstorm. Mm. They tend to hang around. Man, in Western Montana, it looks like we're about to get Oh, we're about, we're right about to. Have you looked outside? There's the 51st shade little, of gray. Little I, I slipped it in there. Excellent. Yes, yeah. Excellent. No work. pun intended. Um, first of all, let's start here. Game of the weekend, the FBS level, Auburn, Oregon. Easily. And so this is a game. Oregon is actually the higher ranked team, but Auburn is the favorite, the betting favorite of three point line. Um, you and I were talking in the break, Mario Cristobal, and what he is as a coach. Seems like it is working at the University of Oregon right now. Right. And, you know, they they hit this very high watermark with Chip Kelly, and then Mark Helfrich comes in, and it just doesn't go well. No, it doesn't. And they didn't bottom out, but but they, with all of the advantages that Oregon has, Phil Knight, and the 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 level that they had attained to, they were not good. They were not up to that level, certainly. No. And Crystal Ball comes in, and in a year, they were back in a, you know, not in a national contending type of way, but certainly in a conference contending type of way. And Conversation. And, 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 and as a team that, you know, you didn't want to go out there and, and no. play. Um, they are back now as the number 11 team in the nation. And I'm wondering what you think about this football game and about Oregon in general. And, of course, I mean, they are on the Montana slate in uh, in, in two weeks' time. Uh, for me, it's, a, it's what a, first of all, great game to open the season up right. with. Right. Uh, Love it. You have two, two power five schools going against each other. Uh, like we talked about at the top of this, Oregon has always been pretty. They've always been flashy. They've always had these great athletes. But they never had that edge. They were the pretty boy, but they were never the tough kid on the block. And I think Coach now brings that edge, that grittiness, that that can only be given to you by an old lineman or a salty middle linebacker that will translate well throughout the program. And I think that we're going to see a bit more uh, uh, one-two punch come out of Oregon as opposed to just being sassy and want to slap at everybody. Mm. And uh, I, I just think that he's going to turn this program around from a mental standpoint. And uh, it would be interesting to see how they test their mettle up against a, a very interesting team this weekend. A um, couple of things uh, from last night, just quickly while I'm looking at this. Kick it. UCF, 62. Florida A&M, zero yesterday. Not good. The other game, though, that I did want to point out, South Dakota State, the Jacks, who are, are they – Top, their top five, top five. At least, uh, they lost to Minnesota, twenty eight twenty one. I mean that's a that's a that's a football game now. That is a football game. No Gophers going to work the, last the, the night. Gophers going to work. So uh, by the way, your Michigan State Sparty is playing right now. Yes, I know. Tulsa. Don't don't DVR. Okay, thank you. They're, sure, they're kicked off. That's it. Okay. Good news. Weather has not delayed the game. That's all I wanted to convey to you. All right. Okay? Hopefully it delays um, it here in Montana so I can right, watch it when right. I get home. Exactly. Colorado State, Colorado tonight. Always always a good game. Me. It's. I mean, I realize they're not in the same conference. No. So, But the BYU-Utah and Colorado-Colorado State openers. Love them. It's just something else. Love those games. Going. Also, Oregon State opens against Oklahoma State uh, this evening as well. Who do you have in the Auburn-Oregon game. Who you got winning this thing? I've got Oregon. Okay. I, I just I think Oregon is going to try to prove something this year. And again, with that coach, that they, they, they're going to pull something out that people have not seen out of Oregon yet. This is the thing that I want to talk about, though, as we head into the season. I still think we're in front of the season because it hasn't had the first full Saturday. So I think we're still valid. Safe to this. say. Safe to say. Um, the the uh, AP Top 10 is like this. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, one through five. LSU, Michigan, Florida, Notre Dame, Texas, mm-hmm. six through ten. And then, mm-hmm. yes, we'll throw Oregon in there at 11. Mm-hmm. To me, Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia are the can't-miss locks. You got You think done deal? Locks. Even with Georgia playing Alabama? Locks. I agree with you. I think, I think they are the three just 
Pencil powerhouses, men. which at this juncture then, on the front end of everything, means there is one actual spot up for grabs in the playoff. The number four team right now is Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lincoln Riley has a pretty good track record over the last two years with transfer quarterbacks. And he's got Jalen Hurts coming <laughs> Just a in. a little bit. And he, but now, Jalen is a different guy than Baker and than, than, than uh, Kyler Murray in terms of his style. He is a very good football player, though. He is. He, he's an enigma. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet voice and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. To himself, I I, it, I like him. Mm-hmm. I just have a hard time backing him with how he exited, how that all went down. But I'm just not sure if he is the right fit. He's a, he's a sexy name. He's he's a known commodity. But it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. I'm 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 not all I'm not. All in on Jalen this year. You know what's weird to me? And when you're talking about transfer quarterbacks, and there's a lot of kids who are in different places. Jacob Fromm. I mean, Jared Goff. Or Jared Goff. uh, 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 Gage Goober. Gage Goober. Yeah. And and many others. But Kelly Bryant went to a national championship, played in a national championship football game for Clemson, and was a great quarterback and Mm -hmm. was on everybody's radar. And it just so happened some guy named Trevor Lawrence showed up, and that was that. (laughs) <laughs> but he goes to Missouri, which is sort of a, an odd place to land. Yes. But nobody is talking about Missouri or Kelly Bryant at all. Like, it's just like, you went to Missouri, that's it. You fell off the edge. And look, within the context of the SEC, it's probably true. It probably, but, yes, bottom rung. I mean, that's... It, it, he's still a very good quarterback. I mean, I, I would see her as a... He's, he, I would tell you he's a top 10 quarterback in the country. He just wasn't top one at Clemson. Right. And so all of a sudden he goes over here and you just don't hear anything about him. Anyway, I just find it strange. Back on topic. Meanwhile. Oklahoma there at four. Ohio State. Obviously, Ryan Day, new head coach. Urban's out. Okay. Question marks. Right. LSU, who I love LSU. Want them to be great. They've been very good. They just haven't been great. Right. And they I don't know what they're gonna be this year and 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 Eddie O down there doing his thing. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna be. I love them, but can they can they be the and 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 if we're already taking Georgia and Alabama, you tell me three SEC teams are going to the that's not gonna happen. No. Not gonna happen. No. So Michigan, everybody wants to be on Michigan. Not so listen to you. Now, see, you, what you gave me was the Sparty eye roll right there. That was the hometown East Lansing get Michigan <laughs> out of here eye roll. But they have never, you know, we know about Harbaugh know. and Ohio State. And we can't win. But now that Urban's out, you know. You never know. Well, we talked about Ohio State, too. They're, they, they're just always, they hover like a bad waitress. You know, like <laughs> they're, 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 when you need them, they're not there. And then when they when you don't need them, they just hover they're hanging and they're around. hanging out. And there's that's Ohio State, um, and and, and Mich- Ohio State, Michigan. It's a backslash for whoever's coming out of the Big Ten, and it's those two teams. Ohio State is just they always just seem to sneak in somehow, somewhere, whether it's basketball or football. They're just there. Uh, what they'll be able to show and prove this year: big transition, different chain of thoughts as far as coaching philosophies. Uh, but don't discount, don't ever discount the Buckeyes out. Eight, this is a team that I like right now, and that's Florida. Now, Florida 
is the number two team in the SEC East, and they're probably the only team that could that could conceivably put an L on the board for Georgia, it seems to me. And by the way, I have no ex- expectation that that's going to happen. But I, I, I liken Dan Mullen in terms of the, what he has brought it to, to Mario Cristobal. In year two in Florida, like he... He was the right guy for the job there, and I didn't. Th- I was. I, I was like, really, you're gonna go? I mean, I, I get it. He was there at Florida with Urban. He has a very good track record of making a school that wasn't supposed to be competitive competitive in the SEC in Mississippi. Correct, State. correct. But he's still. I mean, he's kind of this frumpy guy. He's standing over there. You're like, are you really gonna go to Florida with all of that money and history and chomp? And be that sort of swagger type of guy, and he is. He, he has is. been, and so they got a great defensive front. I thought salty. I thought that <laughs> I thought that they have all the potential in the world at a quarterback who's six five and athletic and can sling it, sling it. I was watching. It was a week or two ago. I had like this promo on the PlayStation Network, and it's showing the, all the college scrimmage yeah, games. Yeah. yeah. This kid, it's not even his arm; it's his wrist. Yeah, like he he slings a football like a baseball. It's so quick yeah. titch, quick yeah. twitch. Sorry, solid. It, it, it's 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 hard to do on the radio, you know, to get the get the enunciations quite right, and you get yes. yourself into a world of hurt easily. And I've been there before. You didn't even do it. You didn't even get into the bad spot there. But I understand. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I. So, but they, but they have not done it in a long time in no, Florida. No, and so I'm, you know, coming. And again, now we're talking about four SEC teams out of the top eight, and you know, you can't not, argue not, it. History, his, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It is Notre Dame. I, I'm, I'm done with Notre Dame. I just, you know, that that's the bad waitress to me is Notre Dame, who's always just hanging around in the top ten. They get in once, they get smoked. Next, four next. word, four letters, one word, next. Texas I like. Now, Texas I'm into, and I am I am open to what they could be. They obviously have got to win the Red Red River Shootout. Yes. Red River. Or Showdown. Showdown. Okay, whatever it is. It's the way you do that. They got to beat Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, good luck. And then and then they have to win the Big 12. Yes. Uh, a championship game. Not an easy task. I don't know what their non-conference is, and so the, if they play, if they play, you know, a team or two that's another top five opponent outside of the conference, that that would be a potential game that you could lose and still conceivably get there. But once the Big Twelve conference schedule comes all the way through the championship game, Texas has to go goose eggs in the loss column. Good, good luck, because here's their schedule, right? Louisiana Tech tomorrow. That they should yeah, win that. Sure. LSU in a week. Right. Right? Good luck. Rice, they should totally beat. Yeah. Then Oklahoma State, West Virginia. And now you're into it. Now you're into the meet. And then Oklahoma, Kansas. So the LSU yeah. game, you know, and, and again, frankly, if you if you really want to be in, if you want to be taken seriously, you probably do have to win. You probably do have to beat LSU. Like you can't lose to LSU, who then goes on if they were and loses to Alabama right. and think that you're, you know, a one-loss Big 12 champion who's going to have going to be in there. No, you it's it's all the variables. This team has to lose on this Sunday under right. the first harvest right. blue moon of October. Right. Now, this is all coming under the presumption that Clemson and Alabama and Georgia in their respective divisions because there's the East and West in the in the in all the lose. SEC, will all win. Like they all win, they, sorry. They all go Undefeated basically uh, until they uh, Georgia and Bama play, play each, each other, other or whatever. Yeah, um, certainly. I mean, who in the who is the next best team in the ACC? I don't even know. I n- nobody. <laughs> I mean, the, the ACC. I mean, people talk about the Pac-12, and it's like okay, ACC is pretty weak too. The ACC is weak, man. It's weak. It's Great t- basketball. The best. <laughs> the best. But, yeah, outside of Clemson, it's... It, Nobody. What are you going to... There's nothing there. Duke? In North Carolina State? <laughs> yeah, the Wolfpack ain't... I mean, my, because not my, barking. Because Miami was okay, okay. against Florida. Meh. But, but... That's it? I mean, that's it. And I don't even know if there's another ACC team that's even ranked in the top 25. I'm looking now. I don't see anybody. 
No, they everything everything's it's all pack it's all Pac ten, Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC. Okay, so then tell me this. Yep. Of the top eleven, we'll throw Oregon in there. Okay. What team do you do you like to fill that fourth spot if indeed it is Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia in the top three? My three, and we talked about this. It's and it's hard to narrow down for all the all the variables. Oregon, mm-hmm. Ohio State could sneak in. Sure, and I kind of like LSU. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for LSU to bounce back. They really haven't bounced back from getting smacked in the mouth eight years ago. But now, so that also though, so you don't like Oklahoma? I don't like Oklahoma. I just, I, I just, I just don't feel that they are going. To be able to, they're a good program. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like this this is the year for them not to be there. Yeah. Sorry, man. I think Oklahoma's susceptible. I think Ohio State is is not going to be there. I, I also I'm just, okay with that. I also <laughs> just don't think that three SEC teams are getting in because I would pick LSU. I would. I like them, but I but mathematically I just can't. It, you can't do and it. So then it comes down to like possibly Michigan. Or Florida, and here's the thing: is Michigan, if they were there, they get through it all, and they beat Ohio State. They're going to be a sexy name, man. They're go- everybody's going to want to see the the the, the maize and blue and John Harbor running and his in. khakis and yep, that ugly yep, hat. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Jim, Jim Harbor. I, you know, one of them should just be named Cal, so that I can know because they're both J's, and I get I know it, I Jim and John. Harbor. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Okay. Well, I, I can't complain. All my brothers and I have the same first two letters of our name. Is that, is that right? So, R-A? R-A-R-A-R-A-R-A. Yep. Not for rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Gotcha. But you're not all doing the same profession, you know? Thank God. Because <laughs> one of my brothers could not be a guidance counselor. He'd be messing kids up left and right. It's Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Regime Seabrook sitting in for Coulter, who's on the road to Dave Matthews over there at the Gorge right now. Good times. Wish him the best. Hope that it's not blowing the stage over out there right now. I'm sure it's fun. Okay. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner. Interview with him right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. You ready to hear from a high school coach? Well, good. We got one for you. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Regime Seabrook sitting in for Colton Nuanas this afternoon. Happy to have Regime in here. We're broadcasting live from the Chris Polaris Studios. Chris Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at chrispolaris.com. If you want to listen live, you're not in the market, you're cruising around, out of town, whatever it is, listen on the stream. It's brought to us by Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Opportunity Bank also brings us every week to Coach's Corner. And this week, the Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner features Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, and serendipitous isn't it almost like we planned it that regime seabrook is sitting in here who also coaches at sentinel the freshman uh, football team there at sentinel but also obviously working closely and on the staff with dane oliver uh there at sentinel what dane oliver a former player now a coach he's been there eight years at sentinel yes sir talk to me about dane oliver a little bit uh dane oliver is a is a first and foremost a good human being he is one of the most just most 
nice, genuine, cares about you human beings. Uh, one of the most energetic guys I know as well. But more than that, uh, as far as being an athletic director and a, and a coach, that is one organized <laughs> man. I've never seen the... I was very envious of his desk. Oh, yeah. Very meticulous, methodical, organized, thought out, eventualities. Like, he is just... It, it, it almost scares me how organized he is. And then on top of that, the football mind of this of this man is 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 phenomenal. I don't think there's another high school in the state of Montana. And I will, I have forty I have forty one dollars in my pocket right now. <laughs> I would bet that that forty one dollars by forty. By I, hey hey man, you could still get something off a dollar man. There you go. I would bet that no other high school, regardless of level, in this great state known as the four hundred six, has as many plays in the playbook as Dane mm. Oliver has these kids. I mean, it is it's. As 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 the head coach for the freshman level, there's 200 plays. There's 200 plays. It's a lot of plays. But you know what? That's also a lot of preparation. Yeah. That's a lot of thought. That's a lot of outfoxing coaches. That's a lot of game film that Dane has watched to come up with this offense. And and then the defense is and Kalen Anderson is just lights out. Yeah. But um, no, Dane 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 is what you want running a high school program. I don't care if it's in Montana, Minnesota, or New Mexico. He's the man. Well, here we go. It was fun to sit down with him. This is from a couple days ago. Coulter and I went down to Sentinel High School and uh, talked with Coach Oliver. It's our Opportunity Bank, Coach's Corner. Here at Sentinel High School with Sentinel Head Football Coach Dan Oliver. Coach, thanks so much for having us down. I appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, you are in it now, yeah. my friend. We're about nine days in. You are in game week, yep. officially first game against Great Falls Friday. What's it like for you just from an emotional standpoint, just like getting back into being in football and in coaching mode again? Well, it started in June, number one, with high school football anymore. So you're kind of in that mode. Now you add the teaching aspect to it or like the work duty. So it's not all football all the time is kind of where we're at today. Um, what's exciting, I believe this is year eight for me, head coach. So I've, I feel more relaxed. There's nothing really surprised. Well, I shouldn't. <laughs> you're, you're used to things just happening when you deal with 17, 18-year-old boys, whether that's just injuries or just life. Um, so you, you learn to roll with it, and you're going to be fine. We're going to play this Friday. Um, feel good about where we're at as a team. Kids are working their, working their tails off. Coaches are too. And so you just kind of are more like what's going to happen is going to happen. You've lost, obviously, a couple of great yep. players who graduated this past season who are playing Division One football now, but you also gain a kid yep. who is uh, very very widely regarded yes. as, as a great player for, in Jackson Lee, but this will be his first time playing 11-man. Yep. Is there going to be an adjustment for him, or what do you kind of – how does that go? How do you try and work him into what is a, a different new game to a certain extent? Well, you, you just get the ball in his hands and you let him let him go. It's number one what you do. So nothing is yeah, the answer. No, okay, mean, that's uh, fine. I get it. It reminds me of Elias. You don't want to overcoach great players. Uh, you, you, you find your spots. Like, hey, run north and south. Talk to him a little bit about the speed at AA. Might, might be a little different. I don't know. I've not been at that lower level. So bouncing everything to the sideline might not work as well as it did. But um, that feels also smaller. So, yeah, just – Finding that balance as a coach. Uh, think about Jackson. He's got a great blend of humility and confidence, which is very rare, I think. Um, and so just his attributes off the field is what I've really enjoyed watching. We'll get to Jackson a little bit more about him in a second, but Ryan and I were talking yesterday on the show about how football or any other sport, almost always your season is going to end with some sort of disheartening loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're always going to have a better taste in your mouth no matter yeah. what, unless you are the national champion or the state champion. Yeah. But so often that that loss can be the motivating factor. You yeah. guys had so many close losses a we year did. ago. Do you feel like that is an influential factor for your kids coming into this year? You know, it's a new team, a new year. So it's same thing, finding that balance. How much do you want to talk about last year? Right. As a coaching staff and me as a head coach, I feel that I did a lot of evaluation. Did I have enough plays ready? Did we do enough scenario-based football? Um, did we empower the kids to make plays in those big moments? And how do you implement that? So I, I feel like the reflection's more on the coaching staff than the kids. Um, we're kind of done talking about losing those close games last year, and it's like a new year, and um, we put some things in place to hopefully uh, 
to, to win those close games. But and the bottom line is the kids got to make plays, right? We, we got to put them in the spot. We got to prepare them. But those kids got to embrace those situations. So that's what we've been talking about. Last year, Rylan Ort, Elias DeWaters, Jason DeWalt, those guys were all kind of playing to continue to get recruited. They hadn't yep. actually made the decision yet. Jackson Lee makes his decision this yep. summer right after he transferred here to Missoula Sentinel. So uh, do you feel like there's a little sense of relief for him that he, he kind of has his future decided to go to the Grizzlies? It's a, it's a good question. I haven't uh, – he, he's honestly such a confident, calm kid. Right. Uh, you know, I maybe look back at my prior experience. I know it was a stressor for Mitch Robert. I remember right. after game one, he's like, Coach, I want to get this done. Um, so, well, let's make a decision. You, you need to make a decision because he wasn't playing with that ease. So I've always seen that ease in Jackson. I, uh, it just depends on the kid and the situation. I think it's nice for a kid to know and his family and play. Now, that comes with extra pressure. Um, so, you know, I'm, it's, it's new territory for me. I've not, I've not seen him play, perform in a game yet, but we've got a lot of good players uh, that, that's going to be a great supporting cast for him. Dan Oliver, head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans, going into his eighth season as the head football coach uh, at Sentinel. What have you learned by being a head high school coach? I mean, you played ball, you played college ball, you know the game, but what's what, what you know, as you've been in this now for a while, is a thing to you that it, it kind of brings you back? You know, maybe a shift for me a few years ago is like you ask yourself, why, why do you coach? Uh, and is it to, to design plays and, and X's and O's, or is it got to be about the kids and helping them develop? It's a very impressionable time in their life. And for, for me, I've got to, I love the X's and O's aspect of it, but it's got to be about the kids and mentoring them and helping them develop and developing those life skills. And I believe so much in the self-discipline that comes from football that uh, I really work hard on that aspect of it. And... So that's what takes me back. I think back to my own high school playing career, and like you, you don't really think about the plays. You think about the coaches that impact you and your, the friends you have uh, from it. So I, we spend a lot of time on that, to be honest. We spend a lot of time on that. We've talked about Jackson Lee, but there's all sorts of other guys yes, that are sir. sure to contribute yeah. for you guys this fall. So tell us just about some of the other standouts on this roster. Maybe you guys have risen to leadership roles here uh, the last couple weeks during fall camp. Yeah, look at our captains this year. Brandon Spencer is a returning starter. He's going to play both ways. He's a center. He's a big kid. He's a, um, you know, he went out for wrestling last year. Uh, just couldn't get his weight down. But I was really proud of him for going out for it, giving that a shot. And then he was a, a, shot, a shot put discus kid, kind of leader in the middle. Um, another kid, Caden Paulson, didn't get a lot of time last year, but Caden uh, had an older brother that played here. His dad, BJ, is a Spartan, so he's kind of a Spartan legacy kid. And just his leadership on and off the field, a smart kid. He plays safety. He plays slot receiver. He's special teams captain, so he's kind of a do-everything kid. He, just, he has the toughness you look for in a football player. Um, and then the other captain was a junior. Uh, Gino Leonard was voted as a captain. Gino's, uh, you know, people may recognize the name, but his, his grandpa, Gene Leonard, was a Spartan coach, Grizz coach. So... Uh, just loves football. I mean, would do it all day, every day. And so those are the guys that have done an amazing job. Um, Preston Jones is a returning starter for us, played both ways. Uh, we are inexperienced. There's no doubt about it. We, we, we have a lot of kids there. First game is going to be Friday night. But I've been so pleased with the preparation and the work ethic they've done. It's been a great year in that aspect. So that's I'm excited, like everybody else is, to see what happens um, with so many kids stepping on the field for the first time. Obviously, football at any level, people want to know what's going to go on with the quarterback, yep. and especially when Rylan Ort now goes over to Bozeman, and obviously an outstanding quarterback that he was for you. I know you got a couple of kids coming in uh, that you're, they're probably both going to see time, yep. but having such a strong offensive line and yeah. the, the transfer Jackson Lee maybe takes a little pressure off of them in a lot of ways as well, right? Absolutely. Two great kids in Dayton Bay and Zach Cruz could have been very pleased with their progress and you know how they support each other. And I, I told them this yesterday, uh, the competition really is everything. It really is. And when you have to compete for something, it makes you better. And those guys have competed in a healthy way where if one guy makes a great play, they're celebrating their success. So, you know, we've got, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give away our cards here, but, uh, you know, two amazing kids that uh, they're both going to be major contributors this year.
Great Paul side, Friday night, Mark Sampson has done a good job kind of rebuilding that yep. program. They had a good year last year, but they're kind of rebuilding too with Blake Thielen now playing for the Cats. So what's the scout on Great Falls side? What do you expect from your kids and what do you expect from the game on Friday? Yeah, I think all AA lost so many quarterbacks. I okay. mean, they really did. So everybody's going through the same thing for the most part. Uh, and Coach Sampson, I mean, 37 years in this business, he knows what he's doing. Um, he's We're not going to surprise him with anything. And so you just see a well-coached team. Rob Schulte calls the plays. I know mm-hmm. Rob well. And so, you, you know, as a receiver, like, you're always thinking, ah, Rob, you're never going to run the ball. But uh, he's uh, – you know, I see a team that's just well-coached. I really like their quarterback. He's got a nice little whip on him. Um, you know, the running back's a solid player. One of my favorite kids, last name Torgerson. I think he's only a, uh, a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Could be a junior this year. Hey. You hope he's a junior. Yeah, I hope year. he's a junior. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just he—he's just kind of a short slot corner. He's a feisty kid. I've seen him play basketball. So I just—I've always enjoyed watching Great Falls High play, whether that's football or basketball. They—they they just compete. They compete really well, and so that's what you're going to get. It's not easy to go to Great Falls and win. That's a beautiful stadium on a Friday night in August. It's just—it's exciting. Is there? I mean, is it, does it get better than the Friday night to walk out there with your guys and just stand there and, and coach a football game with these high school kids playing? Well, you only get a, 10 of them guaranteed, so uh, you better enjoy it. Uh, and that's what I'm saying is finding that balance between you have to learn to enjoy the, the other stuff that goes along with being a head coach, but it's kind of the, it's the reward. It's fun. I mean, if you're any sort of competitor, then the kind of the emotions you feel on a game night, you don't, it's hard to recreate that in your life. It really is. Um, and so you sound like a glory hound searching for that. But I just like competition. If I wasn't coaching, I'd have to find something else to do. It, it, you know, it's what gets most coaches going. So I, the nervousness, the emotions, it's all fun. And the, the big calls uh, and the kids, you know, highs and lows, it's, it's, it's what it's about. It's the crowd. It's the drum roll. It's everything. Everything associated with football. Well, when you retire, lawn darts at my house. Okay, go. we'll yeah. recreate the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Dane, thanks so much. Appreciate, appreciate it. you having me here. It's interesting. I've talked to a lot of coaches who were former players, uh, and when they, after, you know, the coaching sort of replaces the game in Absolutely. terms of playing it, but initially it doesn't. Like, it's sort of, it's it's not, it's just not the same for not being out there and doing it, but then as you go further and further along, it actually does replace it, and it becomes as competitive, certainly as competitive, albeit less physical, but in a, just a different way. But the rush of walking out, you know, you think about running out of the tunnel as a player and what that's like and going on and covering the, you know, the kickoff and all that. But going out of the tunnel as a coach is a matter of exhilaration that, as you said, you just can't replicate it in life in no, general. You really can. It's, 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 it would almost be a disservice to try to use words to describe it. Like sometimes you just have to have that experience to understand it. Right. Um, it's like trying to explain getting married to someone who's never been married. Like there's just this, there's this feeling, there's this elation, almost a euphoric, like this is the moment. Right. Same thing with sports. Like you have, you have those moments and it's just so hard to describe. You have to be in that moment when whether it's 3,000 or 30,000 cheering your team or your name in particular, it's just something almost gladiatorial about it. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, I like what Dane said. It's, it's an amazing feeling. Well, it was great to have him on. We certainly appreciate his time. And it's our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. We got one segment left. We're going to end on a high note. Carolyn, the she, best. who doesn't know sports, is going to tell us about sports next. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know... 
what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Boys and girls, it's Friday. The weekend is upon us. It is a football weekend. It is a long weekend, and it is a great day to be with all of you. Thanks for spending some time with us on your radios, on your televisions. Two Tell Nuanas, Regina Seabrook, sitting in for Coulter today. Appreciate that very much. Thank you. We are broadcasting live from the Curse Polaris studios. Curse Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy Online at CursePolaris.com. You can find us on podcasts, any of your favorite podcasting platforms. See podcasts available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. It is time now for one of our favorite segments. It's the sports from the chick who doesn't know about sports, Carolyn, <laughs> coming in here and uh, dropping some knowledge. So without further ado, our dear friend, here we go. It is time once again for our favorite segment of the week, sports from a chick who doesn't know about sports with our dear friend, Carolyn. Brought to us by the Missoula Winery and Event Center at 5646 West Harrier Drive and Tattoo Girl Wines. So good. Which fit us so very well. Mm-hmm. Delish. Carolyn, welcome. Good to have you back here again. Nice to see you. What's going on this week? Well... I'm just going to say it because nobody's talking about it. Oh, boy. Maybe if nobody's talking about it, there's a reason. I was being sarcastic. Um, Andrew Luck. Is that his name? I mean, did you think that <laughs> L-U-C-K was going to be a tough pronunciation? Luke. Andrew Luck. <laughs> is, is that right? Andrew yes, Luck? Andrew yeah. Luck. Yes. I know no one's talking about it, so I no. just thought I should bring it to the forefront. Yeah, good. Way to be the tip of the spear on this you topic. Know, I. This is what happens when your segment's on a Friday, okay? <laughs> I want right. to talk about how he's been treated since he made his announcement. Okay. I don't appreciate the booing. Okay. I don't appreciate, I saw some stupid guy posted on Twitter that retiring because of an injury is the most millennial thing you could do. Uh-huh. Give the guy a break. He's been like, his body has been through the ringer. But Carolyn, I mean, here's the thing is like almost everybody is saying, hey, Good for you, Andrew Luck. We wish you the best. We hope that you're well. There's okay, only well, like a few. To talk about here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> there have now the booing in the stadium. I don't have a problem with that day. Why? A lot of people have, but I haven't because it was because it was in the very moment. Like they're finding out that this is happening while he's standing on the sidelines with absolutely blindsided by this news like everybody was. Okay, so and why then, boo the guy? Because so. because the impression is in that moment that he's just quitting. Okay. Like, they don't know. Like, it just says Andrew Luck's retiring. Like, Schefter t- tweets it out. There's no context for it and no explanation of, like, what's been going on. So the booing in the moment was, like, you are you came in, you were the face of our team. We were gonna be good this year with you there. Now we're not gonna be and you're just quitting on us. So and and so I understand people booing like that moment because they didn't understand what was going on and they felt hurt by why? their favorite player who was leaving their team and their best player by the way. Why do they have to jump to conclusions? Why can't they say, This guy's twenty nine, I bet he's got a good reason. Why does everyone have to think the worst? Everybody thinks the worst about everything. You think the worst about everything all the time. You put the tracker on your kids. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to track the bus. <laughs> Do you the have the collar, wrist collar, ankle, ankle collar? I have the microchipped, okay? Um, I do think the worst, but I wouldn't boo somebody. Well, that's fine. Like, I think I, it's rude. Listen, I'm not saying that booing was the right thing to do. I'm just saying I understand why people who were at the game finding this out in real time would have done it. If Andrew Luck was to go back and they were to boo him like now, yeah. that to me would be uh, just so sorry on the part of Colts fans. Do you think Andrew Luck forgives them for booing? I think he will, yes. Okay. It's up to him, really. It's it really is up to him, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I'm glad we finally got to talk about. Yeah, that Andrew was Luck. fun. A way to hold it for an entire week and then get there on a, a today. Well, I mean, if we could have a breaking news segment for the girl who doesn't know about sports, you know, where you can just walk in. Breaking news is that the sound that you make? Yeah, with the typewriter. Yeah, or well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Morse code, isn't it? About a typewriter. Oh yeah, it is Morse. SOS. Okay. What else you got? All right. I saw this really cute article today, and I just thought it was um, pretty We're cool. We're into cute articles around here. 
Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. Batters, or, well, I guess, I don't know if it's just for batters, but anytime someone comes out on the field, they're, like, creating their own soundtracks. So. Walk-up songs. Walk-up songs. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Okay, wait. I mean, this has been a thing for what, what's the, what was the article? The what's... article was just talking about how it can totally set the tone for how they play the game. Mm. So, like, if they're going to go up and, and bat for the first time, for instance, it was, um, who was it? Bryce Harper with the Phillies. Is that correct? Yes, the second highest paid person in all. I'm of the North chick American who doesn't sports. know about sports. I don't know why no, you're I, always surprised. Anyway, when he his first game with the Phillies, his walk up song. Do you know what it was? No. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm, I just think good that's choice. super cute, and yes. it sets the tone. Everyone's stoked. Here's this guy on our team. You know, I like it. Let's go. What so, would your walk up song be? What's the theme song for Sunset Real Estate? Oh, God. Probably some cheesy, I don't know. But my theme song. Yeah. Um, we got the fight, the right to fight to party. What? Beastie Boys. You, you got, got the fight. band right. <laughs> you got to fight for your I right just, to party. I think you actually recited the entire song backwards <laughs> is what you did trying to get. All right. Let me take take two. Fight for your right. To party. I mean, I'm joking. I'm 43 and I don't party. But. First of all, yes, you do. All the tattoo girl in the world at your house. Um, I mean, if you consider sitting in pajamas at five, the second I get home until the next morning partying, like I get in my pajamas the second I walk in the door. You think there's anything other than that that I would ever want? than to just go home straight to PJs and right. just I done. mean, that's a party to me. 100%. So, yeah. PJ party. The difference is when you cross some certain threshold, you can certainly party with other people and do, but you have also learned how to party by yourself. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not advocating, you know. Drinking alone? Excessively <laughs> alone. But I am saying that it is okay to just be by yourself and, in fact, very enjoyable and very much a party. It is very yes. much a party, um, especially when you got sunset. Selling sunset. Right. On. Yeah. Yes. But they're saying these walk-up songs are are have become like super, like really important to the game for the players. They and have. I think that's super cool. And for the people, and they're you're like, oh, I wonder what this yes. guy's music is going to be. Um, Joe Kelly with the Red Sox. Okay. His um, he had a bunch this year, mm-hmm. and then he did Lizzo's "Truth Hurts" for yes. the last few games. And apparently he is... He's on a tear? He's on a tear, and he's got the attention of the female fans. Okay. Because they are like, he's, you know, he's... He's, he's, he's down. He's down. He's into it. Yeah. Lizzo. So what's your walk-up song? I don't know. It's hard to beat Lizzo right now. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably do an 11-minute brand-new Tool track you would. as my walk-up. I'd actually Put a huge do delay a game on. Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, I know that I'm in the minority on this, okay, and I realize that that, that everybody is going, but I hate Bohemian Rhapsody. What? Hate it. Wow. I like Freddie Mercury. I like Queen. Like, I, I, I don't even know if I like, I do, actually. I don't really like Queen that much, but I understand what they accomplished and the thing, but I just, I just can't stand Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, that hurts my heart, and if we ever go karaokeing, I'm going to make sure I sing it. How about, uh, well, good. Then I'll do Tool, and we'll be even. Because <laughs> right. the Bohemian Rhapsody is like eight minutes I long, know. too, for goodness sakes. Um, as long as you don't do Nickelback, we're good. That will not be a problem. Okay, then, and I hope what, You know what I'll players. actually probably do is Truth Hurts by Lizzo, because that is on repeat in my household. Is it? Oh, the kids You're are into it, Tina's into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, 100%. it's a good one. I think that would be a great walk-up song. New man on the Green Bay Packers. It's hard to rhyme that with your actual team that you want. Right. I don't want the Vikings in there, you know? I could help you. I've, I'm quite the lyricist. Anything else? No. Um, Kevin Durant has a new girlfriend. He was spotted on a, a yacht with a bunch of chicks. Did he have an old girlfriend? I don't know. He's having a hot girl summer. Mm. That's a thing, apparently. Trying to heal up that Achilles. Achilles. Huh? See? You you do know. I read that. Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn is our chick who doesn't know sports. She joins us every single Friday. And once again, you've done an outstanding job. Carolyn, Thanks. thank you so much. Thank you. Yo, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know about sports. Great. Appreciate that. Brought to us by the <laughs> Missoula Winery and Events Center.
You're laying low for the Labor Day weekend. You're going to get your house sorted out. You've been all over the place, up in Glacier and everything. I'm headed out of town. Got, I got a baby on the way, man. I know, dude. And uh, another, another, ch- our second child. Yeah. And it is, it's just time to, to, to nestle. Summer's over. Yeah. School's here. Football schedule's out. Got my TV schedule set for the SWX. Hi, fellas. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so now it's it is we are in the next stage of nesting. Totally. I'm uh, I'm into it. I'm gonna do one final uh, trip on this little Labor Day here, and then I'm gonna I'm in it for the long haul after that. Let's and, go. Uh, so I'm, let's I'm, go. I'm pumped up about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be very good. Uh, next week, by the way, Sentinel is back in Missoula. Who yes. are they hosting next week? It's a good game, I think. I think it's Billings. It's uh, I, next week. I, I have so many schedules in my mind. You do. I, I want to say Big Sky, but I could be wrong about that. Mm, It'd take me two seconds to look it up. No, we'll, 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 we got all next week. All right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But opening across the state, high school football right now. College football right now will not tell you what's going on with the Michigan State Spartans. You can go home. You can watch it on a DVR. I don't even know what's going on. I just ignored. Uh, I just ignored a a, a, <laughs> a little a little text, through. and I'm just like, it's oh boy. How hard is it to be on the radio and not listen to the radio? I mean, that is a very difficult thing that you're trying to accomplish. It right is. Now. It totally is. It's like cleaning out your garage and you turn on a game and you realize it's the game you're DVRing and you're listening yes, to it anyway. Oh, no, you're in trouble. Yes, sir. Boys and girls, have a great weekend. Enjoy football. We'll see you Tuesday. Peace. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.